You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon here from Explore the Bible Students, here to discuss with you session 10. It's titled God Restores. This is from our study of Isaiah for the fall 2020 quarter. Our central truth is... God calls us to join him in his restoration project, extending to people of all nations. And the scripture focusing on is Isaiah 49, 1 through 13. So, uh, this passage is getting into what's called the servant songs, or the songs of the suffering servant. And there's there's four of them throughout the book of Isaiah, towards the end of the book of Isaiah. And uh, this one is really important because it gets into... Um, God's purpose of, of, of resurrecting and restoring the world to its glory that he intended for it prior to sin entering the world. And so in Isaiah 49, we see how this servant is a huge part of that. He's going to be the one that initiates this restoration project. And so we read in Isaiah 49, 5 through 7, we see the servant himself speak up and he says this, And now says the Lord who formed me from from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, so that Israel might be gathered from him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God is my strength. He says, It is not enough for you to be my servant, raising up the tribes of Jacob and restoring the protected ones of Israel. I will also make you a light for the nations, to be my salvation to the ends of the earth. This is what the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, his Holy One, says to one who is despised, to one abhorred by people, to a servant of rulers. Kings will see, princes will stand up, and they will all bow down because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and he has chosen you. So we see something really important about the servant. The servant is going to be despised. So if you haven't caught on yet, the servant is pointing us forward to Jesus. Um, He's going to be abhorred by people. But then we also see how he's going to raise up Israel to be what it was supposed to be. God's whole purpose with humanity was for them to be um, his servants, his uh, lights to the world of his goodness and grace. We were to rule the world, remember from Genesis, uh, to, to rule the world in his stead, in, in honor of him, in a way that would bring uh, benefit and beauty and, and would extend, um, you know, w- would shine forth his, his beauty. But of course we know... Um, Human beings have not done a great job of that, by and large. And uh, so so the servant's role is going to be to bring restoration, to restore us to our good and dignified calling of shining God's love, his goodness, his glory into the world. Um, so again, this is the second of four servant songs found in the book of Isaiah. Um, in Isaiah 49, the servant speaks to the nations in a language that's often used to describe the call of a prophet. In verse 3, the servant identifies himself as the nation of Israel. But the servant can't just be the nation of Israel. The servant in these songs is seen succeeding in doing what Israel ultimately failed to do, to be a light of God's glory to the nations, and establishing his rule over the hearts of his people. And that isn't to throw the nation of Israel or the or Jewish people under the bus. Uh, all human beings have failed to live out that calling. Um, so the servant, who is ultimately Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is going to restore us to be that light to the nations. 
Um, and Jesus ultimately is that light to the nations. Um, but, but we are called to join him in his mission of, of pointing people to Jesus. So there's a key question, number five, on page 98, and it says this, how has Jesus fulfilled the mission God sent him to complete? Um, the servant's mission was to bring the people of Israel back to God and then to use them to be a light to the nations. And so Jesus did exactly what God sent him to do, didn't he? Even though it was incredibly difficult, um, he said, not my will, he prayed in the garden, not my will, but yours be done, and submitted himself to the very difficult calling God had placed on him to sacrifice himself for our salvation. Um, and uh, in so doing, he was declaring to the world a new way, a new way of relating to God, a new way of having a relationship with God. The servant makes salvation a reality for everyone who trusts in Jesus. So though humanity is in a bad place because of our sinfulness, this servant is going to bring about a day where, in verse 10, they will not hunger or thirst. The scorching heat or sun will not strike them, for their compassionate one will guide them and lead them to springs. I will make them... I will make all my mountains into a rod, God says, and my highways will be raised up. See, these will come from afar, away from the north and from the west, and from the land of Sinem. Shout for joy, you heavens. Earth rejoice. Mountains break into joyful shouts, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. So this envisions a day when... Again, like we've seen previously, Isaiah make this promise, like in Isaiah 25, a day when uh, our broken world is going to be renewed, and everything that's wrong with it is going to be healed, and that includes our sinful hearts, the sinful hearts of everyone who's trusted in Jesus. So um, here we see God shepherding and guiding his people, promising that he'll lead us to a good and better and bright future. Um, so let's rejoice in this now. And let's think about how we can participate in God's restoration project. There's a question in your leader guide, question 10. It's one of the key questions, and it says, what are some simple ways we can participate in God's restoration project? I'll give you one right now. Tell someone about Jesus. Share the hope you have in Christ. Share how Jesus has changed your life and given you hope. There's a follow-up question here, and it says, why is it important to recognize that this project reaches all nations? So there's another way. Um, how can we support, love, encourage uh, missionaries, people doing work overseas? Because remember, this work of restoration, this restoration project is for people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. So let's think about how we can love and serve people who are doing that work overseas. Um, let's think about how we can uh, point people to Jesus. Let's think about how we can encourage one another and help one another believe that that God is going to send Jesus back to us again to bring about this day of restoration and renewal. Um, let's join in the work God's doing in the world now, and let's do it for his glory and for his renown. Um, praying for you as you teach this week, and hope that uh, God uses you to encourage and challenge and build up your students and to point them to Jesus. We'll see you again next week for session 11. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.